Okay. All right. All right. All right. Good. Good evening, everyone, yeah, and uh, <laughs> welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And today we are talking about probably the most disappointing. Uh, not to not to spoil our our opinions on this matter. Uh, They're not good, though. Yeah, we don't have many good opinions. No one does. This this movie's bad. It's we're talking about a return to Salem's Lot. Not return to Salem's Lot. A, a return to Salem's Lot. <laughs> They're already trying to distance themselves just with the title. They're like, listen, no, no, no. It's possible that there are more return to Salem's <laughs> Lots and, and that this terrible outing is not going to be the only one. We could come Wait back. for and another we could, return. We could make, it, we could make it another return that's good. Uh, this a is different just one. return to yeah, Salem's yeah, yeah. Lot. I would love a different return to Salem's <laughs> Lot. One one of many possible returns <laughs> to Salem's Lot. Everybody, don't jump down my throat. I just, I just, I just can't believe we got Cohen... And Moriarty, it's insane. Dream Team, absolutely. And this sucks. It's <laughs> it's shocking. I, I mean, I said it last time when we were talking about it. It's a movie that I keep going back to. Like, I just keep thinking, no, it can't be as bad as I remember it. Every two years or so, my terrible memory will just cause this thing where I'm like, no, it can't be that no. bad. I gotta I gotta watch this again. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> this thing is unbelievably bad I'd, I'd never seen it for all my love of cohen i just never got around to this one and i'm probably not going to again woof <laughs> is all i have to say about a return to salem's lot um and it's hilarious because as i texted you last night when i was watching it for the first time i was like <laughs> i'm loving this 15 minutes in it, it, it i feel it starts strong the first 15 the first you're 15 like this are could fun. be good this, this could, could be, be super fun yeah yeah <laughs> this I feel like the first time I saw that fucking rubber fraggle in the woods, I was like, uh-oh. Uh, oh, no. Why would you show his face right there? What you is have that, it? You have that shot of the hands. Like, that's what you do with monsters and like that. You you show the hands, kill the punks. You know, that's it. You don't show the face right off. And if is your face looks like that, judge? why are you showing the... It is. Why are you showing the face at all? Because uh, he, he does that for him again at the end in the barn right, right. fight. So, yeah. I just thought this was... I mean, it looked different in the woods than he does at the end. I mean, they both look terrible. Oh, no, it's the same guy. Yeah. They both look awful. And in the yeah. end, he's just like, you... Oh, I forgot what he says, but it's like, you forced me to show my true face. <laughs> one of those hilarious ADR overdubs that are one peppered throughout this whole movie. That was, So a lot of them, it feels like, it felt to me like in a few, at least a few cases, we were witnessing some missing information that was being being patched in yeah. by ADR. And in some instances, we're noticing big stretches of boring nothing that they somehow didn't notice would be incredibly impossible <laughs> to watch if they didn't put dialogue in yep. there. And that fight with the with the judge at the end is a perfect example because he's like They put it over the sex scene though too. <laughs> it's Who does that? <laughs> I, again, I can't imagine this this movie doesn't feel like a Cohen movie at all. No. Like there's there's nothing with the exception of the fact that Moriarty is in it. Yeah. Like having Michael Moriarty star in the movie makes it feel like a Cohen movie just that much. But none of the touches, there's none of the fun weirdness. It's just like it's I would say it's by the numbers, but what numbers? There's nothing they're yeah. they're not following anything. It's it's not a color by numbers thing. It's a color field. They just splatted red and it's, it's done. It's just such a huge misfire. So bad. And on paper, though, it sounds interesting in a way. Like the 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 plot. It is. It's, it's kind of neat sounding. Yeah. Like 
all these vampires and they enslave humans that they call drones to keep up the appearance of the town working during the daytime when so, all the vamps are sleeping. Like, but it's never fully fleshed out. Like, and those are the the drones. What's keeping them there, though? Are like, who the what's keeping the drones there? Yeah, because they're half vampire. Uh, because the, the later we learned that because uh, Michael Moriarty, because Joe impregnated a vampire, yep. their offspring would then be a drone. Because oh. a human born of a vampire or whatever, or maybe even a vampire born of a human, becomes can a drone. Can go in the sun? It can go in the sun, I guess. I guess. Uh, but, I mean, it, it's not... But it not... also says, that, oh yeah, they breed them, that's what the kid says in the school. Right. We breed them to serve us. Yeah. And they're trying... It sucks because it is, like, there's something to... Uh, this is such a complex... I mean... We've seen this in a lot of Cohen movies. This is kind of a returning thing where he'll have a big, super complex idea mm-hmm. and it won't flesh out properly. Yep. It'll just be like just slightly missing something. And this is a this is a great example of it just kind of missing the mark by Yep. But on paper it bit. sounds neat. But it uh, sounds neat. Um But then it's like not. Then it's like you write a book for us. It's like oh. Cool. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> in broad strokes, the plot of the movie is that Michael Moriarty is an anthropologist. He's a he's a photojournalist going out into... He, he's gone all over the world studying different civilizations. Uh, and so this vampire civilization recruits him to write the Bible of their species, of their culture. They want to... They want to be... They want to have it there so that hundreds of years in the future, they can have something to release when they finally decide to go public or whatever is... I, I Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's what they were saying. We, we need to educate people. On, right. Like, we're not that bad. We just eat fucking cows. I mean, that's it. <laughs> but Come see our church. Sometimes we kill people. <laughs> on a Peter Pan bus. Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, we only kill a hundred people a year, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's not like it's not like we're out killing every night, like in the movies. We mostly just eat cows. It's cool. It just happens that the you night eat cows too. We just eat cows differently. Come see our church. It just happens that the <laughs> night you were here, we killed thirty people. Yeah, whoops, <laughs> oopsie. Punks uh, shouldn't be driving their car through town. That I mean, is that's fair. their fault. That is a good point. And uh, they made a funny voice. And they are annoying. So. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and so there's this. Uh, his son gets wrapped up in it. They're, they're using his son as a pawn, but basically it's their plan is very faulty because by using his son as a pawn, he wants to get away. He wants to save his son from them. And he doesn't trust them. So he basically winds up not doing what they ask him to. And the son, like, becomes half vampire somehow or just thinks he is or it's so 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 unclear on this like yeah the, he wakes up and he's like the sun's hurting my eyes and then he's frozen near the end but it's like the what? most if you're not going to go by the exact rules this doesn't even go by the rules set up in salem's lot that's what's frustrating uh you've got to when you're making a vampire movie if you're changing anything from the commonly known mythos of garlic mirrors steak sunlight if you change any of that shit You've got to set your rules down. And it's uh, crazy uh, that, like, a movie like this, it's so easy. 
He's telling the story of these people. He could have had an info dump that was part of him writing the book. And they didn't even do it. However, Ooh. however, you saying that it doesn't follow the rules of the first movie, they've got you on a technicality here. Because this is not Salem's Lot 2. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a return to Salem's yep. Lot. <laughs> yep, not, so it's not a sequel. It's not the return to Salem's Lot. No. I'm sorry. It is a return nope, they to got Salem's you. Lot. Oh, Vampires yeah. like garlic now. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Snap. They totally <laughs> got me. Uh, and they they eat cows, and their teeth are, for some reason, really far apart when they eat cows. <laughs> did you notice the bite marks on that cow were like... Mm. I did not. Oh, no. It was <laughs> it was like a vampire that was like 11 feet tall. And bitten. some of them shapeshift when they get stabbed. Some don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> the only good part of the movie, you yeah. mean? Uh, aside from the one breast and, uh, <laughs> and occasional explosions... All right, we've we've glossed the we've given the the big overview. Let's let's get down to the nitty gritty of this one particular return to Salem's uh, Lot. Do we have to? We do. <laughs> right. It is. It's in our contract. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we Between get this and admitting vagrants. I do way too many jobs for free. It's true. You do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get. The this we get our Larry Cohen title sequence. It looks just like the. Looks just like uh, it's, it's alive. alive. It's the same negative whatever, except it's a fire this time instead of whatever it is in those, usually sperm or something. Um, and then we cut straight to a voodoo ceremony, which is like, wait, what? Not, I thought we were in New England. What? I guess I'm. I guess I'm really extrapolating a lot to say voodoo ceremony. I'm probably being very, very Western centric here, but it's a ridiculous non-realistic ceremony involving the sacrifice of it's, someone it's just a low budget indiana jones heart rip exactly it's somebody somebody looked sideways at the tribe tribal leader's wife and yeah. so he's murdering them yeah and moriarty is like uh, talking to his cameraman being like get up real close we gotta make sure we see this and you notice the cameraman's uh the dumb boyfriend from It's Alive Three, because oh, this, was, this was shot. Uh, this was shot back to back with that, with a lot of the same crew right. too. That not not a huge amount of the same cast, but yeah, just that guy. Interesting. That's pretty. This funny. is part of. We're, we're doing it just like he did it. Nice. He's back to back. That's great. Uh, this is not as good as It's Alive Three. No. Um. So. Basically, what this what this whole thing is to establish, there's a. It, again, it, they do it very poorly, uh, but they're trying to show him as he's basically the, supposed to be the same as the vampires and we're the same as him. And because he's saying this is a different society, you can't judge them just because he's murdering this person. Mm. You don't understand. Wh what would he think about the electric chair at San Quentin is or gas chamber or whatever he yeah. says? And. So that's the overarching theme is like, hey, how can you judge? And so he goes to this place where they're killing people and he's like, well, look, it's a society proving, hey, look, vampires are a society. So maybe uh, not everybody's nice just because they're in a society. Maybe <laughs> maybe not every every belief or uh, or action can be excused by societal norms. Wow. It's a that is a Steve. big. Well, it's a big fucking thing to bite off, no pun intended, <laughs> for a fucking Salem's Lot movie yeah. directed by Larry Cohen. <laughs> um, and and it does not 
fulfill this promise of of analyzing this in the least but um so some people show up and uh i love that he's able to be found by these cops like hey your wife called us and we drove like miles down this river to this ancient civilization to find you be like she wants to talk to you at the airport in boston they were just right (laughs) at like the boat dock these guys come down river they start shooting guns (laughs) everybody books it the entire tribe splits and uh, and these these guys show up to give the whatever to say that you know his son's in trouble. <laughs> Makes sense. Sure, why not? So he just abandons everything and yeah. after punching his cameraman in the eye, that's our that's our that's Moriarty's a dick in this too. Moriarty is a everyone is a dick in this. There that's nobody true. nobody we like yep. in this whole thing, um, except maybe the cameraman because the cameraman's constantly calling him out. And my favorite part of it is that the cameraman, like, you can see his arm and he's got, like, a special forces tattoo or something. And, like, Moriarty, who's, like, six foot eight and, like, ten pounds, punches this guy in the (laughs) face and the camera guy goes, meh. I certainly wouldn't want to tangle with this guy. (laughs) You can tear Moriarty (laughs) apart with one hand while you're fucking making a sandwich. But fine um we'll pretend that moriarty's a badass uh and so he meets his ex-wife at the at the airport it is the mom from nightmare on elm street that was kind of cool no i didn't notice that yeah totally and her new husband oh uh, yeah they lied to him they said like their son's been in an accident oh that's right (laughs) and by accident i mean he took the mercedes for a joyride and banged it Bart is dead. Dead tired. Yeah. Dead set on going to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Uh, and that's exactly what they did. That was the, that's yeah. their exact move. But, but they were like, well, the options here are he goes, he gets put away in an institution. For or, six months only. Or you take control of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, how I love that. how he knows how long. Like, either way, he go, he can go to a hospital for six months. That's the amount of time it will take to fix him up, <laughs> or he can go with you. Yeah, the uh, the well, I kind of <laughs> yeah. That six months admittance is like it's a weird line. It's like, well, this is what involuntary committal for six months, and then the doctor will make the decision after that yeah. point. It could be much longer than that. <laughs> and this kid is fucked. Oh yeah. I mean, he and dresses his, like Don Johnson. And his character trait is saying fuck. His and his character trait is being a turd. Yeah, he is awful, and uh, he can't act for to, at all. <laughs> like there is, I'm not the best one at identifying bad acting sometimes because we, we've there's been so many movies we've covered where you're like this person acted terrible and I was like I thought they were great. <laughs> this this one I can notice. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Oh my God! I hate to I hate to criticize a child actor because they're a kid, you know. Yeah. Whatever they're they're doing the best they can, and they're a kid, and they probably didn't even want to do this fucking job mm. and just have gross parents. But wow, this kid sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and mean, as we as we said earlier before we started recording, like, did they audition anybody? Like, when they audition movies, like, there's like fifty to hundred kids that come through usually. You know what I mean? Like, this this was the best be one, the best kid that you had. It can't there has possibly. to be some weird connection getting this kid in the air. Yeah, there has to be something else. But yeah, he's like he's in a full like Don Johnson outfit with sunglasses on, 
looking cool. He looks like he's about to uh, beat the crap out of the wizard. Yeah. Uh, you know, slap on a power glove and get the high score on Double Dragon or something. 50,000 on Double Dragon? 50,000 on Double Dragon? That's not even possible. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, it isn't. Uh, Joe <laughs> offers to move to Maine, and Jeremy says, that sounds hot. <laughs> and I could not figure that out to save my life. Oh, he said boondocks. He does call it the boondocks, but oh, he, then says, he says it's hot. He says that sounds no. hot. I think he's just trying to be cool. Like, I guess cool lingo, man. Yeah, yeah. If you were cool, you'd get it. I, I'm not cool enough. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, so they decide to move there, and but before then, they have to go shopping for a car. There's a weird <laughs> ethnic stereotype trying to sell them a car at this place. And this is all. This is all. This has all been fun though, for the most part, it's, so far. Yeah, this whole this it's whole okay. the kid sucks, but he's he's enjoyable right. and he yeah, swears yeah. a lot and it's funny. Uh, it's kind of like the the swearing baby kid in uh, Food of the Gods too. Get oh, that kind God. of vibe. <laughs> oh wow, it's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah. So and uh, this part's funny too. Like the car dealer's selling the car and the kid keeps looking at the car. And he's like, and the muff was corroded, and the right. tires are bald. You're gonna need these. And it's like, and he keeps lowering the price and it's funny it's, and, it, sure. and it's promising. Like this is this is it was around this point, and then into the punkers where I texted you being like I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm oh gosh, did my tune change? Yeah. So uh, yeah, they, they buy a they buy a big old station wagon and head up to Maine. Yep. Which is actually in Vermont. Yes. Joe lets the kid drive to prove that he's cool. It's like hey, whatever. I don't care <laughs> about the rules either. Yeah. It's like yeah, this is gonna help. This kid doesn't need structure. That That's clear that what he doesn't need is structure. Um, so he's, uh, this gives him the opportunity to do an info dump about his aunt and move into the place where they go and how he has all these fond memories of his house. This is all a riff on something from Salem's Lot because in Salem's Lot there was the aunt, there was Aunt Clara that he was going to stay with and all okay. this other shit. Um and this is just kind of like a poor facsimile of that. So uh, they stop at a gas station and the gas station, this, this confuses me. The gas station's like, sorry, we're out of gas. Yeah. Okay. Well then the car's just not going to go anymore. I mean, it's the eighties. That thing can go 10 more miles and then yeah. <laughs> stall out. Right. Like we're not going any place. Never comes into play. Never comes into play again. The car just gets gas somehow. <laughs> um, they're out of everything. They don't have Coke. They don't have anything. They just say, no, we don't got nothing. Yep. And It's just a fake store run by a drone, I guess. Eesh. But why is he even running the store if they don't have anything? I mean, for to keep up appearances. You would have something. You can't have nothing. I, Welcome to our town. I'm the only store open in town. I have nothing. And why does it? Why would it help you if somebody comes into town looking for gas for them to run out of gas in your town? I mean, yeah. If you want to kill them, sure. But if you want to keep up appearances and just keep them moving yeah, and get them yeah, out, yeah, which is what they claim they're doing, it seems <laughs> like just have gas. Just yep. to do it. It seems like a fine thing to do. You'll make money. It'll all kind of make sense in the long run. Uh, but they don't. Uh, some lady comes out with her baby and leers at them. And then we cut to a house with spooky voices emanating from within. So dumb. It is dumb because there's no spooky voices. Nobody's being spooky. Nobody's talking. There's oh, no ghost. Joseph, is he home? Oh, question. Was his ex-wife in on this? Is that why? Because 
he's an anthropologist, so they got him there, like, but, like, what are, how did this fall into play? Like, we're going to get you back from your job in Peru to see this kid, and he just said, I have the job in Peru, or we can go to Maine. So he could have just easily gone to Peru, and none of this would have happened. So, like, is that, did they con him to come back? No. And just roll the, the dice? Or No, there's... I mean, this, he's an anthropologist. He could have all been a fuck plumber for fuck all we know. There is no <laughs> way that they had, that anybody had anything to do with this. There's, there could have been a way that they could have fixed it where it was just like he shows up at the house and then they're like, he's an anthropologist. This thing that we've wanted to do forever, this would be perfect. He's yeah. the perfect person. Fine. It's a coincidence. But it's played as though it's like all part of their grand scheme. Yeah. And it literally cannot be yep. part of their grand scheme. Yeah. It just happens. <laughs> Boo. But that's okay. <laughs> We're going to come into a lot of these things because nothing makes sense in this movie. Uh, so cops show up at his you can't even call it a fixer-upper. Like, a person could not live in this no, place. No, it's, it, it's, it's a shed. It is a place <laughs> that would be condemned. The walls are slats. Yeah. Like, if it rains, you will get wet. Well, like, he I... puts up dry board later on. Drywall. He's doing that with this when he cuts his finger and his son's like, mm, blood for some reason. Mm. <laughs> Which is great, because what does drywall do if you've literally got holes between the slats of wood on the outside <laughs> of your building? Put up Tyvek first, you fucking maniac. Um, he doesn't care. He's going to burn the whole damn village down anyway. <laughs> I love how in all of these types of movies, in all of the vampire movies, and Salem's Lot is the same thing. He literally doesn't figure that out until the end. They're like, their plan in the original Salem's Lot was like, we're just going to keep making stakes. Keep making stakes and go <laughs> around the town. And it's like they convert like 50 people a night and it's like, well, we can kill 20 of them. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. What if we burn the entire fucking town yeah. to the ground? And it's like, oh, yeah. 350 fucking pages later, we figured out that you can burn the place down. Uh, okay. So. Uh, the blah, cops blah, blah. show up. The, the cops show up. They drive across his lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No driveway. There. There's no driveway. He just drives across in a field in a cop car. It looks very odd. That's pretty great. And they're just jerks to begin with. I mean... You know, they're drones. Their lives are kind of crap. I can understand. I can understand them having some issues, some anger issues. Um, but uh, Joshua, the kid, has he tells Joshua to take a hike downtown and go look at the school, which he does. Yeah. And, uh, and he wanders around inside the school until somebody does a jump scare, which is pretty funny. Booga, booga, booga. What are you doing here, kid? I mean, like, straight up haunted house shit. Oh, yeah. Like, slam the door. What are you doing here, kid? Yep. And it's, that's all it is. And he's like, ah, feels really proud of himself. This is the, that's the level of vampire in this thing is like, I spooked a kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm the spooky drone. <laughs> a thousand years of life and I've learned how to frighten a child by jumping out of a closet at them. It's all worth hey, it. It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, he's a Flintstones record player. He's a. <laughs> uh, I wish they all said it's a living. Uh, okay, so night falls and uh, somebody pulls themselves out of a coffin in the service station. Ooh. It's really shitty looking. <laughs> and now we get the highlight of the whole movie and like the one thing that makes you 
think that this movie is going to be a better movie than it, it is. It got me. Uh, and this is uh, some punks get pulled over, and the and they're all super fun punks. And I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna be some Night of the Demons action here. Yeah, and it kind of is for two minutes. <laughs> it really, yeah. It's just like it's. I was like, we're gonna follow. We're gonna these punkers are gonna go on some crazy vamp adventures, right? Like, no. So yeah, they get pulled over. They show up. They're they're all decked out, and they're those classic booby <laughs> punkers we love. Yeah, and yeah. The cops are giving them. They're giving them shit. But, like, they're giving the shit back. Some of them are, like... Oh, tone it down. Just, come just on, get let's just here. go. And then the other ones are being irritating. And they probably would have gotten away. Like, I, there's no reason to believe that they that the vampires were going to kill them tonight. They weren't. Was there not? I mean, they were all out there ready to go, apparently. I guess they were all kind of gathered Yeah, around. the guy's just like, are you making fun of our town? Oh, that's right. And it, then it's like, let's uh, get him, guys! And then, like, a swarm of vamps all, like, poured out. And I just guess started, that actually is reminding me of being jumped by jocks as a, uh, giving as a them, youngster. Giving so, them yes. neck kisses. <laughs> On their white latex, like, terrible liquid latex application. Some, oh, don't even get me started on the burn victims near the end. bad, bad effects in this, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we get that one punk doing the funny voice. And there's I some, love it. There's some funny little moments here. And we start thinking that the cop who's not fighting the vampires, there's a moment where he tells the girl that she can get away. Very strange. And we feel like that's something. But then... But he never does anything benevolent. Well, no, again. because it's not benevolent. Because we know later that the judge is a vampire. So yep. he says, "You can get away. Go to the judge's house." And essentially, he's just saying, "No." He says, "Go to the church, and then go to this cottage." And the cottage has the only people. Right. The, the cottage has the only real people in it that he knows that just showed up to town that aren't vamps. So it's like, no, he did nothing but help her. He told her to go to the church or to the cottage for people help. Oh shit! So like, okay. he did something. Like against the fam. That's right. But You're, he never does anything good, good at all again throughout the whole rest of the movie. Like and then, weird. Yeah, it's stupid. That's weird. Uh, two of the punks run into the woods, and they get <laughs> <laughs> they get eaten by they the get fucking, eaten by the this giant blue Bogland. mutant Sam the Eagle looking thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big rubber muppet. It's hilarious, and but then they have this shot. Which is pretty cool, actually. Like almost like a first-person shot of two monster hands coming out, yeah, and yeah. grabbing their faces. And I'm thinking, like, why would you show the monster face first? You why wouldn't you just to. show just these hands and be like, the viewer would be like, oh shit, because we do see that monster later on. So like, this is like a tease to like see the monster. But no, they yeah. just show the monster in the first. This is the first ten minutes of the movie. We already see a big, the big blue monster reveal, full reveal, a full reveal of <laughs> the terrible-looking monster. Yeah. I mean, like... It's a cool sculpt, but a terrible in motion. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, it's... The eyes really don't sell it. The eyes look goofy as... No. If. It, it, the the idea that this is supposed to be a main character is terrible. Like, I, I can I can get that this would be something that you could see in shadows in the, in the woods. Yeah. That's fine. But having him show up at the end and actually be... Oof, and at know. the end, too, he's, like, bitching about it. He's like, no, you've made me show my true form. But, like... <laughs> You're just showing it for funsies, like <laughs> yeah. here. I, mm, <laughs> oh boy! All right, so okay, now we cut to some hobos in the woods. This is going to be important. Oh yeah. Uh, turns out they're also pedophiles, which it's like I don't, <laughs> I don't know what this was about. 
they were just like because it's kids they decided that they wanted to have the guy be creepy to the little girl where do these hobos come from (laughs) this this town is not on the map like right (laughs) if you're gonna be a drunken hobo you need one of two things uh booze yep they got that and, and they need a train but, to jump off of somewhere. And a train. Now, where do you buy the booze? Oh, yeah. There's no stores. If there's no stores and there's no train and there's no, no transportation. You, yeah, where why you would just, you be here? Are you a deep woods hobo? Is this some sort of new thing that I've never heard of before? Yep. They're just I, strictly there without <laughs> regard for any rhyme or reason just to get killed. And the movie's like, let's make them pedophiles so you, you feel happy when they get killed, I guess. Right. And so it's ironic it's, that children murder them. And it's like a half cool scene. Like the kids the, the kids pop out. They try luring a little girl. Then it's like a boy pops up. And they're all laughing the whole time. Like, And then other kids start showing up. And they're all just laughing too. And, it, yeah, and yeah. It, kind of, it kind of builds and kind of becomes like an uncomfortable like, oh, what is going on? But then it just fizzles out when they all just pig pile them and it's like yeah okay <laughs> it's almost like uh, it's like a cool setup that falls yeah. apart and doesn't this whole movie is a cool setup that just never deli- right. never fully delivers I feel like having them be like pedos seems like a weird pointless thing to have in it oh, totally pointless it's like it seems like it would almost be scarier because you know that whole thing where it's like oh gross I didn't need to see that yeah could have been totally avoided by like them going to like hearing a, a noise in the woods and then you don't even need to see it would be even creepier if they left the campfire and they hear this girl who's alone in the woods and it's super dark then they get swarmed by all the and other they get kids. swarmed yeah. and you can just see eyes and you can see like glimpses of faces in the yep. darkness that's terrifying but you can see their full forms around and because they're not good actors you can hide that if you just have them behind trees and in the darkness oh, yeah. and all that actors. shit. They're just, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> We're laughing, kids. <laughs> but, like, the weird little laughs would be fine as long as you don't, don't see their see faces. Yeah. True. I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? What do I we know? We just bitch about movies that were out exactly. 30 years ago. I would, certainly never, I would certainly never be able to make a movie like this. So, uh, I... Well, not with that attitude. No, <laughs> Because it's so fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I would have stopped halfway through. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder if they realized it halfway through. Like, I can't Im- I can't imagine, like, Cohen knows movies, obviously. I can't imagine him putting this cut together and being like, yeah, this came out good. Like, is it just kind of like cut your losses and be like, eh, it's it what feels it is. Like, mm. If later, if some, if there was some sort of like behind the fucking music thing going on here where someone explained later that like, oh yeah, Larry Cohen got a big paycheck from Warner Brothers and he was like, yeah, I promise I can get these two things done. And he was like, there's no fucking way I can get both of these things done. <laughs> he was like, my brother-in-law has a camera. Okay. You go do this thing yeah. while I'm doing It's Alive 3. Yeah. And, like, most of this shit was filmed before he even showed Can up. Can I borrow your Moriarty for the day? Right. Well, like, <laughs> he came in to film all of Moriarty's scenes. Yep. And then everything else was shot by somebody else. Yeah. And, like, the script, like, he never saw the script and, like, all that kind of stuff would not surprise me in the least. Because it, it's just, it's so much worse than you think it is. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so... One of the the punk girl who gets gets warned, she runs away, 
and uh, she goes over to she runs to Joe's house. She's been bitten on the neck and she tells him about the entire town getting together to murder all of her friends. Uh, after being introduced to the corrupt cops in this town, Moriarty's like, I should probably trust them because <laughs> his first encounter with them. They take the deed to his house. Yeah, are you kidding me? And say you can come to the judge to get it back. Yeah, they come onto his property, take the deed to his house. Yep. and tell him he can get it back from the judge later on. Mm. And then he's like, "I bet this judge fellow's a, a trustworthy <laughs> yes. person." It's like we're in we're in nothing but trouble land yep. again. And only that's a good movie. And he doesn't seem to realize it mm-hmm. is the problem. So. They go, they do this whole thing, and we get introduced to a weird group of people sitting around the table. There's a doctor, there's some other randos. And none of them are interesting. They are all old and boring. We like want to watch everyone in this yeah. movie. It's What were they thinking? Give us more punkers and fun characters. No, here's a bunch of old buddy duddies. Here's a crazy thought. What if you had brought all the punkers into town and lured them into a false sense of security and picked them off one by one? There's a movie. So they could have been like doing crazy shit, making out, you get your boobs, you get your crazy punks, they spray paint on some stuff, they say some crazy they things. Cr- crank their boom boxes. They're listening to the listening to the punk rock and they're keeping people up all night and the old people are like Oh, we don't agree with this. And then you see the old people murdering them, and you're like, oh, that's ironic. Instead of just, it happens all at once, and, that, and then nothing else. And then you can have funny lines, too, like like the, the blast in the boombox, and one of them is just like, that's it, I'm not eating cow for dinner tonight. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, like, it's something. You can... mm. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> but when, that, when the old lady does drag off the punk girl, though, yeah. That scene looked cool. That <laughs> like, was... Smiling and like grabbing her neck and pulling her. Which just snaps her neck. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I will get credit where credit's due. That was pretty cool. That was good. Um. So, yes, that's... She she freaks out. Moriarty gets to see... Like, Moriarty gets his chance to be the naive voice of reason for a few minutes. And then we see that, oh, no, no, really, you shouldn't have been the voice of reason at all this is an unreasonable situation and so early like in movies like this yeah it's like normally this whole thing would be like you'd be like paranoid thinking about like (laughs) why is my son behaving so strangely what's going on instead it's like it's We're, like, imagine Fright Night, but the guy comes over and he just knocks on the door like a sex I'm offender. A vampire. And he's just like, hi, I'm a vampire. I just wanted to let you know I moved into your neighborhood. <laughs> Can you sign this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what this movie does. There's no like, I think we might be in a vampire town. No. They're just like, hi, welcome to Vampireville. <laughs> it's 20 minutes into the movie. You're in vampire land. And uh, let me tell you how we got here. I'm I'm a registered vampire and uh, I'm moving next door and I need for you to sign this piece of paper. Oh my god. That's this movie. <laughs> so I the old ladies eat the eat the girl and there's a couple of like I guess there's supposed to be ironic scenes of old people putting on makeup after they're finished killing somebody. None of this really works. No. Like it never feels like, "Oh my god." Th- there's so much of this movie that expects you to be like that doesn't feel like somebody who understands a genre picture, which is why it feels weird that it's that it's Cohen who did this movie, 
because when people are like, oh, how crazy is it that this old person is a vampire? Not crazy. That's kind of how vampires work. I've seen a million vampires, vampire movies. There's old people in them. Oh, but you're going to be really freaked out because children can become vampires. Mm. Nope. I've seen Salem's Lot. Yeah. <laughs> there was a little kid. There was a baby in Salem's Lot that was a vampire. I, I'm aware that children can become vampires. It's very... Okay, well, how about this? A pregnant vampire. Nope, I've seen that no, before. That's also a and, thing. And I still wouldn't even care. And it's not... <laughs> none of that surprises me. It's not... None of us are, like, shocked that this is possible. Yep. And it feels like whoever was writing it was like, Oh, man, they're gonna be so fucking weirded out when they see this. <laughs> and they are wrong. Uh, okay. I mean, and here's a here's a perfect example. There's a there's a wedding between two kids and it's like, huh? How weird. And it's like, no, cuz I I'm aware that they're vampires, so I know that the children are not going to age. Yep. And they're going to be in their hundreds of years old getting married. You know, it's a little weird for me to see children doing this in a movie. Yeah. You know, I feel bad for the child actors who had to be involved in this, but it's other than that, neat. that's fine. Yeah. I mean, later on when they're like, they think that they're going to really nail it home with that scene in the church, and it fails Ugh. so miserably. Oh, Not as bad as her final death scene. So miserably. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, the judge is going to throw the words about his that he said from the tribe in the beginning back in his face already. We've already hit the point where he's like, this is our society, and these are the rules that we live by. You've seen all sorts of things across the world, and yep. blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it's like, how is this any worse than your society? Think of all the killings that happen in America, or whatever he says. And it's like, yeah, there's like a, a killing for every, whatever, thousand people. <laughs> You guys kill a thousand people for every person. It's so much worse. Yeah. It's so much worse. You can't even. You're not selling it to me. You're not selling it. You're completely uh, bullshit. Mm. Complete bullshit. Um, okay. Joe gets a tour of the dairy farm, which is delight. neat. Really fun if you've never seen a dairy farm before. <laughs> it's shocking to us that they don't drink human blood. They're drinking cow blood. Oh my God. Actually, no, we don't care. Yeah. Uh, so the little girl invites Jeremy to join them in the, join them in their frolicking vampire children, whatever they're doing, and eventually makes out with him. Which was yeah, weird. that was fast. It was pretty quick, but it, you know, it's weird for her. Like that little girl is a pedophile. That's strange, oh yeah, because she's like a hundred years old. Um. Uh, the judge brings him into the house that they killed the lady in earlier, and uh, his aunt is there, and someone is chopping garlic. He says, I want you to disprove all of these myths about us. See, she's chopping garlic. Look, this is my reflection in the mirror. See? And again, and stakes through the heart don't even kill us. Watch. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. oh, shit. Oh, no, that, that one's real. <laughs> If only, if only. Uh, but again, this is like, if you're going to say Salem's Lot, you got to abide by the same 
flipping rules that Salem's Lot abided by. It's not and Salem's Lot all of those, And all of those <laughs> things. It's just Salem's Lot in the title. Too. They say they're in Jerusalem's Lot, which is the same <laughs> place. Um, yeah, whatever. Wretched, wretched, Okay. So they want him to write a vampire Bible. They want him to write slash fiction about them as vampires, making out with Kirk and Spock. Oh, and they also introduce him to his, uh, you want to get more on the pedo tip here. Uh, His 17-year-old girlfriend that he was infatuated with when he was 14, but she's still 17 because she she never... She still looks 17. Yeah. But it's still it's still freaking weird. I right. Mean, oh yeah, yeah. There's even a eight, there's even an eighties Twilight Zone episode about this. About a, a pianist that has a heart attack and, and the devil gives him a wish and he's like, I really wish I went back in time and, and, and had sex with this girl I used to love. That was his whole thing. He wanted to go make it with a girl. And then once he went back in time, she's like, Oh my god, she's a little kid. Because he was like forty something now, and this is like his oh, high school for girlfriend. Sake. So he's just like, uh this this isn't what I want at all. This is just weird. So that's exactly what's happening here, only Moriarty's just like, fucking, I'm game, dude. Yeah, like, oh, he hesitates for all of... No seconds. Zero <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it's true. He's just like, oh my gosh, it's this girl from 30 years ago that still looks the same. Like, I'm just going to go have sex with her now, even though she's a vampire. I mean, he's free. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's just weird. It is weird. He has um, no regard for his safety either, like... No, even, he knows they, she's a vampire. That's what I'm saying. And they even show, like, during the sex scene, she does that, like, classic, where it's like, you know, the teeth fill in at that point. But they don't. They just cut away and nothing yep. happens. So we're like, okay. Sure, why <laughs> not? <sighs> they find Jeremy kissing the vampire kid, and this somehow puts Joe's mind at ease. He's like, he's fit in. He's found friends. Everything's cool. Apparently, he's not going to cause trouble anymore. Auntie says, "Hey, there's something else that'll put your mind at ease: having sex with this 17-year-old girl." Yep, and, and he's, he's like, like "Fuck sure yeah, sure will." <laughs> uh, her name is Kathy. Uh, if I happen to mention it later, uh, so there's a unbelievably goofy fucking scene here where the judge and his wife—it's like right out of Saturday the 14th. The judge and his wife are in matching coffins right <laughs> next to each other. I like this part. And they're sitting up, and they're like. Yeah, well, you know, if uh, if Joe doesn't uh, doesn't write this thing, we'll have to send his soul straight to hell. Yep. And then as a closing, when they say good night to each other, they say good day. <laughs> All right, good day, dear. Good day. And they shut the coffins and go to bed. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I really like the good day uh, gag. It's subtle. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. I like that. <laughs> I- I unabashedly I, like that gag. If that was the tone of the but whole thing. But that's the thing, man. It doesn't... Choose, it doesn't, choose a lane, choose, man. Yep, exactly. This should have gone the same route as It's Alive 3. Sure. And just gone bonkers. Yep. Yep. Uh, but uh, he also mentions that uh, if he can... Uh, oh, the, the lines here are so fucking stupid. He says, I only want to find out if a human can love us. Yeah, what? And if he can, he'll be my successor. And if not, I'll send his soul straight to hell. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. How can he be your successor if he's human? <laughs> you, I, what? None of this makes sense. No. 
these lines are just they're just bullshit everything is bullshit in this yep. thing uh, there's a stupid fight between Joe and his kid again uh, they're trying to escape but the kid wants to stay and and in typical like every Cohen movie fashion there's a missing scene here where it's like um, they say we're getting in the car and we're leaving we're gonna get out of town get, they get into the car next scene they're back at his family house <laughs> and he's dictating the book that he was supposed to yep. write I don't <laughs> lost, lost of footage from the roadblock scene or? should absolutely have been like there should have been a scene missing thing <laughs> on the screen yeah. but uh, they get in the car they're like, oh crap we don't have any gas <laughs> well <laughs> there is that we do see the cop follow them yeah but that's all we see we don't see him we we never know that they know that he's there, so it it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, okay, so now we cut to what in any sane movie would have been a musical montage of him fixing up the house, <laughs> but in this movie, because it moves at a snail's pace any chance it can, it is real-time them painting and sawing and nothing that matters at nope. all. Can't even believe you brought it up. The kid, we find out that the kid has lots of energy and can't wait until nighttime. Yeah, because he's turning vamp, maybe somehow, possibly. Because he kissed the girl? So he's got a little vampy in him? <laughs> There's sexually transmitted vampire. It's like a fucking herpes yeah. sore on his <laughs> mouth or something. Oh, maybe she had a herpes sore. And so the blood got into his mouth. Or, uh. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, old ladies are sucking the blood out of some cows, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this line from Jeremy or whatever his name is, the kid. He's like, the dad's like, they're vampires. You can't you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And then the kid's like, at least they're not like movie vampires and turn into bats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that your is that your qualification? Anybody that doesn't turn into a bat's cool by me. They kill people and drink their blood and enslave people. Hey. Yeah, but they don't shapeshift. Yeah. <laughs> Literally like the cool part of it, you mean? Like yeah. <laughs> The part I don't want to do is drink the blood. The part I do want to do is assume animal form. So <laughs> fuck you, man. What is wrong with you? Uh, okay. So uh, old man in a shitty car pulls up and this is this is one of those like ADR moments that was for no reason whatsoever uh, a scene that could easily just have been car pulls up and instead he says uh, Joe and the kid are talking to each other he's like hey who's this I don't know I'll find yeah. out you could have just shown him yeah we didn't <clears throat> need that line of dialogue at all. Take note for future reference that you will never see this man wearing glasses. Oh, interesting. They make a big deal out of the glasses later on in multiple scenes. He's never shown with a pair of glasses. Interesting. He's a weird one. Um, I like this choice. This is, again, another good idea that wasn't fleshed out. Uh, he's. We'll find out later that this guy is a Nazi hunter. Yeah. Who is also a vampire hunter, we find out. He has met vampires yeah. in Romania. That's a buried lead there, but um but he's I would watch a whole whole 
prequel spinoff on this guy. Again, this guy rules. Yeah. Like, this, the, his story. He's cool. Him as the badass. And he's played by director Samuel Fuller. Yes. Weird. Uh, super weird. But he's amazing. Um, and his whole deal is that he hunts Nazis. Sorry, he kills Nazis. Yes, he's, he's not, not a Nazi, a Nazi hunter. hunter. He's a Nazi killer. I like I that line. I loved that line. Yep. Um, and he's <laughs> badass. He's super old and super weird. He looks like a combination of like Columbo and Doc Brown, Doc Brown <laughs> and Einstein. <laughs> he's great. He's yep. fucking great. Uh, and he's he's basically our Van Helsing. Oh, yeah. No, he is our Van Helsing. Except that he doesn't really know every he knows everything about vampires, but he's not there for a vampire. He's there for a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Who just happened to turn hey, out to be a... Two birds with one stone, huh? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so now we go back to the school. Joe has been invited to document the history of the vampires while the children talk about it. Some bad child actors recite pointless facts about the histories of vampires. They talk about the cruelty of man. It turns out the true monster here is... Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Dad calls it anti-human propaganda. <laughs> and they start teaching about something you'd never expect. The Spanish Inquisition. Whoa! <laughs> Nobody. Nobody expected Expected that. them to teach about the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, so, Joe's 17-year-old vampire girlfriend, who is also... In a movie of impressively bad actors. Takes the fucking cake. <laughs> I mean, you'd think that you would, like, that there would be something more about her that was like, I. Man, inexplicable. Inexplicable how bad she is. I have a carriage outside. We could go to Miller's <laughs> Pond. So, she reads her lines just like that. That's what does. it sounds like. It's a robot. Yeah, it reminds me of when I was a kid and I auditioned for my first play mm. and I didn't know that I was supposed to act when I read the lines. <laughs> like, it just never occurred to me that you're supposed to pretend that you're the person reading the yeah. lines and I read them like I was reading something from school. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get the part. No. Oddly. Bummer. <laughs> That's too bad. You could have been a star, kid. I could have I <laughs> been a star in the uh, Presque performance of The King and I. Uh, yeah. Oh, that would never have come back to bite me in the ass. Photos of me in the King and I as a child. I'm <laughs> sure they would have put me in brown face. I in Presque Isle. I would almost guarantee it. Uh, okay. Let's see. Oh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So oh, they they do. Uh, so boobs. yeah, he he go he goes for more boob action because You're they're for some night they're boobs. Like, come with me to the lake. We can make out because like. Yes. You're a teenager, I guess, even though you're 40-something. Like This is like what kids... This is what teens do in horror movies. Yeah, yeah. But he sneaks out like he's a horny teenager Well, uh, to go with her. I, it, al- I almost buy this because the idea that they're like playing into this, like he's if he's having a midlife crisis and they're playing into his fantasy of how it was when he was a teenager and like the idea that he can go back... Okay. And it's like, look, you can relive this thing. Okay. You're aging. You've got a shitty kid. Your kid will get better if you give him away to the vampires. You know, you don't have that responsibility and you can have sex with but a I lo- girl I, I love who can't the, act. I love this at the same time, too. In this world of vampires and shittiness, sir, it's just like, okay, I'm going to go get my bone on. You promised me you're going to go straight home, right? You're not going to go back into that classroom right there that you want to go back into the minute I walk out. You, who doesn't follow any instructions and is a turbo rebel. Yeah. 
And he just takes his word for it. He's like, okay, I'm going to get my bone on by. Yeah. And what does the kid do? Goes right back into the classroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does it. <laughs> Duh. Duh. And he continues his weird vampy half transition. Yep. The next day when he's like, ah, the sun hurts my eyes. Yeah. Oh, are you a vampire? No. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of... Uh, of the of the two of them making up, aside from seeing one of her boobs, I love the fact that that she only shows one boob at a time. I think that's I think that's a classy move on her part. <laughs> never show both. You don't want to give it never all away at once. Boob. Never go never go full two breasts at the same time. Uh, but I love that the rubber Muppet is watching them make out. Yes, <laughs> like we get a reaction shot of him. Ah. Ah. Uh. Starts playing with his. <laughs> Big rubber ding dong, <laughs> which again should have happened. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing that could make the movie worse. No, so just bring out the rubber ding dong. Bring out rubber <laughs> ding dongs. It's fine. And, th- and this kid, he starts. He comes back. We're done. Done boning. They go back to the house, and the kid is sitting on the porch, and he's in pain. And he's acting his little heart out. Yeah. And he says, the pain won't stop until he does it or night falls. <laughs> this movie is so slow. And so he is almost a vampire, I guess. Joe gives him a sleeping pill and knocks him out and carries him, tries to carry him out of town here. Without his car, just like walk him out of town. Because there's no gas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just, I'm just gonna walk with this. I drugged my kid. I'm gonna slap him over my shoulder and walk out of town. But this unfortunately, is, this is a place where he grew up, so he did know a back yeah. route. You know, so do the drones, though. Unfortunately, they do too. And we have a horrible, horrible choreographed fist fight. This in is a river. so dangerous. This is so dangerous. It's a really cool setting for a fight if they it did is. it right. But like. But they like, didn't. You could get so fucking hurt doing oh, this. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, the water was moving relatively quickly yeah. when people were falling and, like, nearly smashing their heads on rocks yep. and things. Like, you fall off that thing, you're going to have a bad day. They went for it. But they, they went for it as much as they could. Lots of unconvincing fake punches left and right. And oh. splashing around and rolling around in the stream. And one of Moriarty's punches was a slap. <laughs> like one of the times that he goes to punch the guy, he literally has like a, a handful of water, like he's splashing him in the face. No. That was a cheeky monkey. Weak, <laughs> weak. Uh, but he kills one he of them. Kills he a kills a guy. Kills a drone. My goodness, he beats their brains in with a big rock, and uh, and then one of them gets the drop on him, smacks him with a big club a couple times, and yep. he is unconscious, face down in the water. But. As it turns out, they save him before he drowns. Joe wakes up, and the vampires chastise him for murdering this drone. Yep. Uh, the day after, they kill a busload of teens. Like, literally the day <laughs> after they have killed a busload of teens. Yeah, but they killed just teens. This was a drone. They killed one of his their workers. That's why they're so angry, I think. They're trying to take the moral high ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, they're literally trying to take the moral high ground. Oh, yeah, ground but they're hypocrites. Ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah. Maybe that's the the main thing is that everyone is a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the the central theme of the movie. Uh, and now we find out that he knocked up his seventeen year old vampire girlfriend. <laughs> it was fast. 
very fast and that that's <laughs> going to be a drone when it's born Jeremy is at the schoolhouse taking his vows Joe says he'll keep his end of the bargain if they leave his son alone <laughs> and so he doesn't do the whole thing and doesn't take his vows and all that oh, they, but their bargain too is that they weren't going to kill any humans right while he's writing this book didn't they have something like that because yep. he says yeah that's so stupid why does he care if he's not going to kill humans for writing a book? Like, I, I, None of it makes sense. No. So uh, the judge drops a pile of vampire reading material in his lap <laughs> and is like, this is really crumbly because we coated it with glue. And uh, he explains that they're rich because they're old. And so they have That's lots fascinating of dialogue. They real tell, estate. They, they tell us they have property in Boston and New Hampshire and Maine <laughs> and maybe Vermont. And, uh, yes, the tri-state and area. We Got bought it. a little duplex in <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about my dog. And <laughs> let me show you some pictures of my grandkids. It really is like being it really trapped is like in that. a room yes, with an Yes, yes, yes. It totally is. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff tells Joe some shit about how the judge is worse than he knows. Like once they get alone, I've seen him. I've seen his true Muppet face. I've seen. I've seen him when he Muppets out. It's not pretty. And this doesn't make any sense either. He's like, this place sucks, and he's like, why don't you leave? And he's like, where else would I go? Oh, there's nothing for me out there. What do you mean there's nothing for you out there? Go leave Vampire Land. <laughs> like, They're not coming after you. <laughs> there's literally. Like the whole world out there. The whole yeah. world out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing to say that they wouldn't come after him, though. I mean, they are very wealthy, so they could probably hire people True. to kill him. Yeah. Or at least drag him back and then kill him there. Uh, so, Joe sees Jeremy at the top of the hill looking threatening, <laughs> and he runs away from Joe. And why? Because we get that dramatic... Give me my son back! <laughs> Give me back my son. Give me back my son. Where's my family? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> uh, there's a slightly less poorly acted kind of moving scene here. One of the not still bad actors, still very bad actor, <laughs> but on a scale of this movie, one of the best actors in the movie that isn't Michael Moriarty. Uh, there's a scene that I, I actually found kind of moving where he's like, tell me where they are. Why won't you help me? And he like he finds one of the drones, one of the earlier drones. Oh, yeah. And then he punches him in the face and he falls to the ground. And he's like, it's okay. You can punch me. That's what we're here for. Yeah. And it was like, oh, 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 <laughs> that, that hurt. I don't like that. That yeah. was yep. really sad. Yeah. Ow. It's okay to hit drones. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, well, that was a brutal moment. But um, Michael Moriarty's like, I didn't even think about the fact you were a drone. I just punch everybody <laughs> just punch. always. I have. Uh, he punches like ten people in this movie. It like, is shocking he doesn't beat his kid. Yeah, I mean, I think he probably does. He just doesn't do it. He's excited when the old man teaches him how to beat his kid later. So I guess that's it. Maybe he, <laughs> he punches his cameraman in the first five minutes of the movie for no reason. It's just that he didn't know how to beat his kid. Yeah. And the old the old Nazi killer had to teach him how to beat his kid. <laughs> you have to grab him by the ear in a certain yeah. way. Uh, <laughs> oh, that looks like it hurts. Let me try. Let me try. <laughs> I never knew how to hurt my son before. <laughs> Thanks, old well, man. All I ever knew was punching people in the eye. <laughs> You've opened a whole new world to me. 
So we get back our old Columbo Groucho Marx dude, and he's poking around during the day now. He's going out to some fake An store. An antique store. Yep. Then and he wants to go to the basement to check out the coffins. Yep. But they won't let him. Yes. So then he gets locked out. She's like, the patron, the, the clerk is all like, all right, source closed. No. Mm-hmm. Getting the sunset. So here's the part that bogs me. He, so he gets locked out. Yep. Then he's like, oh, shoot, I left my glasses in there. We've never seen no. this. I can't drive without my glasses. You were driving without them before. You were ne- you were never holding them glasses or wearing them in the store. Now all of a sudden you get the glasses. Later on, he's like, "Can you read this without your glasses?" I keep talking about the glasses, but we've never seen them. Yeah, once. I don't know if that's just was it a giant is mistake? It a, is it a fake out? Is it, he is like it, pretending that he needs glasses? No, there's no payoff to it no, at all. There like, really isn't. I don't know. It, it never comes into play, but they talk about it a lot. Yeah. So he's he's like, hey, how about you? How about you come stay at my place? And he, because he doesn't want him to get murdered, so he uh, he drives his creepy, weird little car up to his place. And the old man in this scene is smoking literally the biggest cigar I've ever seen, <laughs> not played as a joke, which was pretty fun. Uh, and so old old man's sitting on the porch, and he's like, I'll join you later. And he's like, okay. And then as soon as Moriarty leaves, he starts loading his gun. There's more to this old man than meets the eye. Oh, boy. Uh, So now Joe's kid shows up in the old man's room and says, Hey, I know where this guy is. He's at the schoolhouse. If you come down here, he sleeps there. You can come down with me. I'll show you where he is. And Moriarty's overhearing this because the house is like, two rooms and you can see through the walls and you can literally see through the walls uh and uh and he's like you're trying to lure this old man to his death i like this scene and he's like yeah yeah <laughs> guilty fuck you dad <laughs> yeah. you're not the boss of me i can kill as many old men as i want <laughs> fuck <laughs> <laughs> fuck also fuck <laughs> kid loves to swear <laughs> it's so good and i love it too so do i uh <laughs> and uh yeah so he explains that he's looking for a Nazi and that he's a Nazi killer. And listen, I love this old man and I think he's the best part of this movie mm-hmm. by far. But also, how much better would the movie as a whole have been if instead of an old man, it was a bunch of like, 23 year old buff Israeli commandos that showed up <laughs> looking to assassinate a guy and it turned out that he was a vampire like it seems like it would be more fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if they had submachine guns and were like <laughs> showing up to kill this guy but whatever it's fine we get an old man and that's good enough for me uh they Israeli known- commandos where the fuck did that come from I mean that's <laughs> That was kind of a thing. Israeli commandos would go hunt Nazis out and, oh, okay. you know, they'd just kind of show up places yeah. and Krav Maga the shit out of some Nazis and, like, leave. Oh, it would be cool if the old man knew the crowd like that. He's like, I'm calling in the boys. Oh, my I God. Found them. Exactly. I found them. I'm calling right. in the boys. And then, then we get our crack team. That would have been yeah! great, too. Oh, I would have liked that. Yeah, because everybody would have known and then the punker, Krav Maga. And then the punkers <laughs> have been turned into vampires. And then it becomes a punker versus commando oh, thing. So much better. Mm. So much better. Okay, so the kid swears a lot, (laughs) and uh, and Joe learns a new way to abuse his child, (laughs) 
and let's see. He produces the pistol that he pulled off the German officer that he killed in 1952, and they head down to the church. They're like, oh, the only like the only way we're going to survive the night is to go down to the church. I think is what he says. Well, that and they make. Uh yeah, the, the vamps can't go in the church, so they go, they also go there to make all their stakes. Yes. And so they get there, and they're hiding, they're making stakes, and they're like, all right, we're going to make it till morning. This is going to be great. And oops, turns out that uh, the, uh, the judge has managed to wrangle an entire busload of people who are coming through town divert them into the city square again makes no sense and he's going to murder them all in front of him to prove that something it's like they can't he knows that he can't leave yeah and it's not the whole scene makes no damn sense. why is it how did that bus get there no bus drives through there no <laughs> i mean it, obviously the cop can divert people from somewhere so he he may have figured oh, something oh, out okay i guess that makes sense to be like hey there was a crime committed and somebody on this bus needs to you know whatever i'm sure and this scene is so lazy man it's so lazy so because the, the, it's they don't even negotiate no it's they're just like look what you made me do the whole point of the thing would be to be like this is on your head yep. if you come out now These and people on the bus go that will let them go and nothing then he's like no mm. he's like make the child watch yeah. he'll know what's happening and this is the turning point where Joe's like and it's like a scared straight for wanting to be a vampire <laughs> <laughs> yeah the yep Moriarty puts on a bandana and he's like listen you don't know what it's like on the streets <laughs> uh, do you know how gross people's necks are <laughs> you gotta keep putting your mouth on gross necks and so, but but yeah, this lazy ass scene. The the preacher is just like, like you say, he doesn't negotiate, he doesn't do anything. He's like, look what you made me do. We're eating people now, ass. And then a bunch of people just flow out, and like half heartedly grab the bus passengers, yep. and they're just like, oh, we're gonna eat them. It's just like you said, it's high school play acting. It's so, <laughs> it's so bad. so bad. This could be a fun bloodbath. It could. But it's not. It's a bunch of old people half-heartedly fake attacking a bunch of old people. If only they had realized that maybe having a bunch of old people doing the stunts was not the best idea. <laughs> but I guess they couldn't procure wigs or something. The old people are wearing wigs. What am I talking about? <laughs> Even Moriarty's wearing a wig. Everybody's wearing a wig in this movie. <laughs> wig out! Oh. So... Uh, oh, that's right. This was my favorite part of this whole movie. So they're they're doing this whole thing where they're like they're breaking these chairs and shaving them down yeah. into stakes after they watch this this bloodbath, and you see Moriarty taking a break and he's sitting on these pews. The the slats on the back yes, of them they're are all stakes like stakes. Yeah, it's like you guys really just take the bench apart. <laughs> what are you doing? Yep. These I thought that too. It's just I thought that too. There's a billion stakes if you just took the top of the pews off. And they're small enough that they wouldn't even need to be sharpened. Nope. They'll push through. It's <laughs> Gonna knock on my door. Okay. Yep. Talking about a movie. This is the one where nobody comes back to the podcast ever again. It's um, gonna suck. <laughs> 
because they're all such big fans of a return to Salem's Lot. <laughs> you shit on my favorite movie. And so it turns out that they looked into the judge's eyes <gasps> when he was doing this whole thing, and they and he got they got hexed. So they all slept late into the day because they looked at the judge. Oh, is that what happened? That's what he says. He yeah. says, oh, we shouldn't have looked into his eyes. Fuck you, he movie. He convinced us to sleep Fuck late. Fuck you, now, movie. <laughs> now we have to, we only have a little bit of time to kill the vampires and we'll leave the kid in the church because yeah. he can't help for some reason. Uh, yeah, they said they leave him there to make them think that they're still there I'm, when all the vampires are They're sleeping. all asleep. What are you doing? <laughs> and so... Uh, they ADR a good line while they're coming out of the church, which was, careful you don't spill that holy water, <laughs> because we wouldn't have known otherwise. But the thing is, there would not have been holy water. They already said that this church was decommissioned, what, fucking 50 years ago, and yeah. that no one's gone in there since then. The water would have dried up. Shh, you, don't believe in, you don't believe in miracles, oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. That, right. <laughs> that was a miracle. It's a J-man miracle. Dr. J? Yes. The basketball <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And Dr. J as Jesus. As <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yep. Okay. So now they reenact the ending of Salem's Lot, the book, where they go around sta- staking everybody. It's a pointless nonsense thing, but it's the only good part of the movie. It's also extremely boring. But there's remember in from Dust Till Dawn when they're fighting all those vampires and it's fucking awesome. Imagine if all those vampires were sleeping and they were just yep. going one by one and going boop, <laughs> boop, boop. The thing about it is that okay, so I like I like the booby traps and things like that. That was good. I wish they had just. I don't know why they didn't just boost the booby trap from Salem's Lot because it was a much better booby trap, and I don't think they used it in the movie. It was uh, I, don't, I don't know. They they cut the uh, they cut the stairs in one of the places and pounded steak knives up through one of the wooden boards and left it on the ground. So when you fell through the thing, he the guy Ben I think lands on the steak knives Ouch. and is impaled. So. Great, yep. like that's a that's a crazy death. And then this one was best like, I can do is cartoon bear trap. We had a we had a, a ball sack the jaws of death costume yes. in the basement, it's and so we so just, wide. It's those traps are like thin. <laughs> it's ball sack the jaws of death from Guar. Yeah, it is absolutely or Jizmac, whichever one. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, no, it's ball sack. <laughs> Uh, I don't know the names, but I know crazy. I know the mask you're talking about. But yeah, it's like a big. It looks like it looks like it's made out of foam. It's just so thick, so so, so, so thick bad. and ridiculous looking. Whatever. So um, we get some we get some staking, and we get our only real effects for the movie for the most part. Where we like, get an actual cool melting effect when they splash some holy water on somebody. It's good. Some cool holy water melting. They stab one vampire, and it turns into a freaking creature from house for a second that was great that was great I was happy with that yep more of that please no <laughs> screw you audience you got one goopy fun monster for a second that's such a bummer but yeah so uh he we get a bunch of these things we get a bunch of stabby stabby blah 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 there's we find the house of the the lady that joe got preggers and Joe can't kill her, so he sends the Nazi killer to Dumb. do it. 
I he, think Joe would have been able to kill her just fine. I think so too. He doesn't seem to give a shit about anybody. Anything. No. Uh, he. He's like, but who am I gonna bone if I do that? <laughs> the <laughs> and I love I love how our our resident Van Helsing has gotten very attached to Joe and the child over the course of 12 hours of knowing yeah. them. He's like, he goes upstairs and the the bed is empty and he's like, shit, I was hoping she was going to be here. And he points at the bed and says, you are not going to get Joe or the little, or his little boy. <laughs> and so he goes down to the basement. This is where the brittle, Chomp. the brittle ass old man steps in a giant bear trap. I mean, that guy's bones are basically dust. His foot would have come right the fuck yep. off. Like, right the fuck off. But it did not. He didn't even have his ankle shattered, as it turns out. He's like, the, he's had a bear trap on his leg. So later, he's only able to run at a sprint when he's going across and the And then lawn. hobbles a little bit. He's like, oh, right, my oh, leg. Oh, oops, my leg hurts. That's right. <laughs> run again. <laughs> they go back to the church where Jeremy is too fucking stupid to stay put um fucking kid and the reason the reason jeremy leaves is because the child bride shows up in the window and it's supposed to be that scary scene from the first salem's lot let me in where he's where you know you get the creepy fingernails on the on the glass and all of that and it's dark behind them i've got a better idea what about a goofy looking child in a wedding dress who doesn't tap on the window at all is brightly lit from behind. Like she's in a Sears portrait studio photo and she just floats up and sits there looking like a fucking Christmas decoration and says, come on, Joe, leave. It'll be cool. (laughs) We've got lollipops. She's not even like, Joe. Yeah. She's like, Joe, Hey, come on out. That'd That'd be fun. Do they know they're making a horror movie? No. Okay. <laughs> they were unaware of the Did fact that- Did you know that that was Tara Reid? Are you kidding me? I'm not. Oh. Fun fact. That's very sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> I hope Tara Reid's doing okay. She seems to be. I feel bad for her. She seems to have had a hard go of it. <laughs> I don't know why I feel bad for certain celebrities sometimes, but I, I see Tara Reid and I'm like- I feel like you've been abused by the system. <laughs> yeah. I hope good things happen for you. Um, Sharknado was cool. Yeah, you were good in Sharknado. <laughs> fucking A. Okay. Um, <laughs> I really thought we were... So we go in. After all this stuff, they set fire to the coffins that are in the basement of the school. They go to the auditorium of the school, which is like a little place where they put on plays and yeah. things like this. The judge is there... Joe's kid is in the coffin. I was a hundred percent convinced. I think he said that you're gonna watch this production. I thought we were gonna have to watch these kids put on a play. <laughs> like I was. Did so you notice convinced. there was a playbill for Dracula in the hallway in the school mm-hmm. earlier? Like, uh, what? I hope they put on Dracula every every <laughs> year at that. So, <laughs> Despite being like, ah, oh, it's so weird. <laughs> I bet their version of Dracula is a lot different. I bet oh, they. Oh yeah. I bet it goes differently, and they kill Van Helsing at the end. Um, Meanwhile, Dracula is tending to his garlic patch, <laughs> and, and the cruel and poli- scientist and, and polishing all of his mirrors <laughs> yeah, because right. because they work. Yes, <laughs> of course. But instead, 
we're we're upstairs. There's a there's a fire in the basement that has already been started. There's a fire in the whole city. Well, they set like so many things on fire. True. That that that, that, that smoke's coming in. Yeah. And the kid is like paralyzed for some reason. More the, of this half-hearted ass. Is he a vampire yet? Bullshit. It's again, never fully explained. Because of this, all seems. Oh, did he to look re- in the judge's eyes too? Right, because the judge is there. I think the judge is one of these. There's that whole thing of like a master vampire, oh, of like yep. having this accelerated ability because he's the oldest of his kind or whatever. There's always that kind of mythology in this yep. stuff. So that I kind of forgive and I kind of dig what they're doing there. But he cannot move and he's paralyzed in this coffin. And the judge is going to reenact what happens to all of his poor brothers and sisters at the hands of humans and he's going to put a stake through this kid's heart. Ah, that's poetic justice. That is some real poetic justice. Uh, And the Nazi killer shows up and puts two in the judge's head. I like this. And uh, it was... And they don't go through his head. They're not bullet holes though. They stick. So there's there's a lot of squished bullets in his head and I think that's a cool touch. I thought that was a really cool touch. It is also very intimidating that his skull is hard enough to stop bullets yeah. from a from one of the from a luger, yep. which is supposed to be able to like what penetrate like six people at once or something uh, like that. I'm not a gun guy. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of the whole deal with those things. Um, so he goes crazy, and then the old man's like, "Well, fuck you! I'm not gonna. I'm not. You're gonna not gonna die. make me a bloodsucker." Pew, shoots himself in the stomach. Yep, and then drops. Drops. This doesn't track for me, but it's okay. As far as like, I mean, their whole deal is like, I can smell blood, I can smell everything. And it's like, I don't smell blood. Yeah. That's like literally, he's like a master vampire and he's supposed to have all these magic yeah, powers. Well, yeah, he fakes his death here, but like. You should be able to hear his heartbeat. You would be able to see the bullet strike somewhere else. Like right. no bullet hits yeah, behind him because no. we see him from the front, but like nothing in the background He's like, yeah, I just pretended. Shot behind me. It's like, nope. yeah, nothing popped in the wall. Like, bullet hole. we saw the wall right behind you. No, nope. <laughs> nope. no, 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 no good. So, all right. So, uh, the building starts burning, and Moriarty is talking to all of the all of the vampires that are holding him, and they're like, "You smell that?" He's like, "That's your coffins burning." That's pretty. Cool. And here's a new thing that they're establishing. That has never been established before. And this is something that you absolutely have to set up before. To me, the only reason that a a vampire has a coffin is to keep light out. Yeah. It just happens to be a flourish of the dramatic because they're all a bunch of fucking gothy art folk. (laughs) Of course they're going to sleep in a coffin. In this there's some sort of indication that you need to have your coffin or you die. Oh, is that what they're saying? I they're was... all sacrificing themselves to save the burning coffins instead of just being like, oh, let's let's leave. Let's buy new coffins. Yeah, we're all fucking wealthy. We'll buy new coffins and have them shipped in. Who uh, fucking cares? See, I didn't even cares? think of that. I, th- I, thought they were, I thought they were just getting nervous because he burnt everything down, so there's not going to be any shade to get to if there's no shelter like in town no there's always shelter you can go into a basement or whatever it's like they're just this is stupid and that's a brick building when it burns they could still go back in and mm-hmm. hide in the basement yeah uh, it's i don't know i don't mm-hmm. know what that was about but it does also seem to literally be killing them that their coffins yeah. are burning 
and in the scene too so he jumps out and they're like let kathy get him his baby mama there who i you know she pops out gets holy watered and uh yeah like you said they're all dragging their flaming coffins out trying to save them all and then we get tara reed's death which is just the stupidest thing ever on camera like i don't get it she sees her coffin and she's like walks to it and she's like ah <laughs> like and then like kneels down like ah, nope and like falls down couldn't figure that I'm one just out like, to save my life i'm watching this and it's like how do you check that back in the camera and be like cool yeah we got that like <laughs> what were you thinking what does that even mean there's so little motivation for the characters yeah. in this movie there's so many moments of them <laughs> not having a reason for things that they do having the again the most important thing in a vampire movie is setting up the mythos you need to give it rules they need to have rules and we haven't all we know is that two things that were in vampire movies aren't the same in this one, mm-hmm. and that's garlic and mirrors. And that never plays into anything. No. If it was something where it was like, aha, I saw him in the mirror and then I killed him or whatever, who <laughs> fucking cares? Sure. Yeah. Great. But they never bring any of that up. Uh. Mm. Boo. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, um... The uh, so Joe and the kid go hide in a in crazy a, tool shed, I guess. Yeah, some sort of amazing woodworking warehouse With or some lots of tools. So many tools. So many tools. <laughs> like maybe maybe too many. Maybe it was the antique store. Maybe that's no. It was a different place. Either way, the judge kicks open the door, and then we get a bunch of ADR yeah. about showing his true oh face gosh. because it was clearly too boring to. Just, and it's not even the true face. It's like the half true face face because yeah. he's he's just like the halfway mark between he wasn't him and the and rubber greasy. blue monster. Yeah, that's but why he, I he, didn't know that it was him. But he gets like that right near the end. But why wouldn't he just be like that the whole time if he's talking about like you made me show my true self? Like I don't know. Is, I, or, or is the blue face just an exaggerated version of the true self? And this is a true true self. <laughs> if this movie was written by someone who gave a shit, <laughs> I would say that there might be an answer to that. But guess what? It wasn't. So old man faked his death, steals a bus, rescues Joe after they killed it. How did they even? Oh, they killed him with a fucking flagpole. That was made of rubber. It goes after. Yeah. I got some kind of patriotic statement there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Sure. Um, Yeah. And the old man's there just like, oh, I faked my death and I got the bus. Like, hop on. Yep. And so they get in and he can't get it started. So everybody's trying to kill him. There's all the every vampire in the entire town has come out to attack this bus. So they're all in the middle of town. And we all don't have watches. Oh, we're (laughs) going to get him. And then it's 10 (laughs) a.m. It's like dark out. And then the sun is up. It's so far up. It is clearly at least 10 in the morning. Yes. When, the, th- when they th- show you, the sun. You, think- How easy is it to just show sunrise? And are you are, are you telling me that this entire town of vampires that have been on the schedule for hundreds of years like doesn't know when the sun's going to come up and knows that their coffins are all burnt and should probably be like, you know, I don't know, checking for shelter because they're going to get burnt like this. They're all like, no, I'm going to go push a bus and go. <laughs> I'm going to say... Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say, man. Yeah, and that's and, it. And then, then they drive away. They drive away when all... I mean, admittedly, there was some good melty vampires there. Yeah. I did like that. 
How about that? Oh, then the ending, the actual ending of the movie, which I thought was really funny. It's like, oh, we're driving away and everything's okay. And the music saying everything's okay. But then it starts getting minor corded. And then we focus in on a cow. Dun, dun, dun. Is it a vampire cow? Are the cows vampires? I thought that's what we were going to see. That's what I thought too. But no, they're just cows eating grass. Like I thought a cow was going to look at the camera and have fangs. Like that would have been awesome. I think <laughs> red cape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns into a bat. <laughs> I was I was 100% sure that the the angle they were shooting at there was these cows are vampires because they were bitten by vampires. Yeah. And I think we're maybe supposed to think that. God, I hope so. But they had no way to like, or no budget or they money were, to make they cow They were afraid fa- to put fangs on a cow. Yeah. The ASPCA Here's an idea. Was Instead like, of building no. that stupid blue monster you did fuck all with, build a, build a vampire cow instead. Oh my God, it's so much better. And we never needed blue guy in the first place. It didn't matter. It was important that I saw that there was a big blue rubber Muppet watching them do it. <laughs> and kill two people once. And yes. turn into a blue Muppet just to die in the end. Like, Man. So uh, this is the worst movie that we've done for the podcast. Dude, I think you might be right. And I've uh, hated some of these things. And I, I like this less than Night of the Comet. Well, I know to, you love it. We'll go to hell for that. I know. I, I know that's say, an unpopular opinion. I will say that this is a worse movie than Hard Rock Zombies. Yes. I think I like this movie less than Hard Rock Zombies. And that also didn't Hard torture Rock us Zombies. for two and a half hours. Exactly. <laughs> At least it knew how to shut the fuck up and stop. <laughs> this movie was like 14 hours long. Ugh. Man, what an insult. I, I just can't believe it. The caliber of directing and, and actors in this, and this is what we get? Yeah. Weird. All, like, it just it just feels like, I don't know if there's... I, there's just got to be something behind there's the gotta scenes. Be, there's got to be an Studio answer. Studio interference or, or, or seriously, Cohen just like not caring or just like focusing, like I said. Everyone, like they had two weeks to shoot and everyone got the flu. Yeah, something crazy had to happen. <laughs> like... Or it was just one of those crazy things where just, like, like I said before when we started this, the idea sounds cool on paper. Yeah. It might be one of those things where once it was all done, they're just like, oh, shit, we kind of fucked this up. Like, too late now. Salvage what we got. <sighs> but yeah, it's weird. It's not that, f- it's not fun. That's, just, that's the criminal part of this movie is that yeah. a lot of it is boring. And I can watch bad. I can watch stupid. I can watch, you know what I mean? Yeah, boring yeah, 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 is the yeah, yeah. one sin I can't abide by. And unfortunately, this is boring. Michael Moriarty is one of my favorites. He doesn't have a single good line in this movie. No, like, he doesn't. He's always busting one-liners and cool quips in the other yep. ones in this. Nothing. Anybody could have been unlikable. And he's unlikable. Anybody could have been him in this. He had nothing to do with just say dumb lines and yep. punch he- people in the eyes all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And I mean, th- yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing redeemable nope. about this movie. It's, I can't see that the script could have possibly been good enough that, that they thought that it was going to be good. Yep. I think that they must have known that they had a turd the whole time and just said, well, we've got it. We've got to go. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it- 
Maybe it was fully uncoded because, like, uh, he was originally pitching to direct the first one, too, before it went to Hooper. And apparently they read his script treatment for it and thought it was ass. Oh, God. And so I wonder if he was like, it is not. And then finally, years later, he talked his way back into it and he's like, no, he can do it. And it's like, oh, no, no, they were right, dude. It, no, they were was, right. This is was very, ass. very bad. <laughs> I mean, what did he do after this? Was the stuff after this? Oh God! Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay, so he so this wasn't like a failing. He wasn't like this wasn't like a career ender. No. That's mind blowing. That's mind blowing. I I can't I can't figure it out. Oh well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're not going to answer this question here. Um. So no, the stuff was before this. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> now we're going to find out. Now, I think this might have been a career ender. No, no, he did Deadly Illusion, which I'm not familiar with. Wicked Stepmother was fun. Uh, the Ambulance was awesome. Yep, this was a career ender. I've never seen as good as Dead or Original Gangsters. Yeah, oh, actually, I liked Original Gangsters. I've always wanted to see that. I thought that was actually okay. Uh, I the Ambulance seen is awesome. Have you seen that? No, I have Eric haven't. Roberts, he plays a comic book oh, writer. Oh, yes. Stan Lee actually plays himself in it. He works for Marvel. Oh, that's right. That's awesome. That's a great one. I need to watch that again. Yeah, super cool. Um, yeah, so there was that. Um, but yes, this was basically a career ender. I think mm. I think there's no way around it. I think this is yep. the end of his career. And and I mean it was gonna be the end of his career anyway. There's like this was the time when we were getting to that point where everyone was getting their budget slashed. Like budgets kept going down from this point forward. We're looking at video rental market stuff everything's direct to video yep. and then we get the loss of the rental market and then yeah at the loss of the rental market people's budgets were well this was this was $60,000 yeah well this was made for the rental market this yeah, yeah. and it's alive 3 were both Warner yeah. Brothers being like we need you to make movies for our rental division and then they also gave both movies a theatrical run though very limited this lasted a week in the theater I guarantee before this before thing, they pulled it. I guarantee this thing made a fuck ton of money on video. Yep. I mean, it's called Return to Salem's Lot. Yeah, it's got cachet. Yeah, and they put Barlow on the cover as well too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so anybody watching the first one was like, "Yeah, wow, more of this guy." I can't wait to see that. Oh, wait, oh. it's a it's a real weak, weird old man who can barely walk <laughs> and oh. a blue muppet Neat. and a blue muppet. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, and that's it. I'm glad I checked it out. I've always been curious. Uh, due to it being Cohen and Moriarty, just like I gotta watch this one day, <laughs> someday. I'm glad that I have a definitive answer to whether or not this is a piece of shit. Where like, I remember before, you saying that. Yeah, like, I had I had watched it off and on, you know, and tried. To, but now I have a documentation of me saying I've watched this clearly with a clear head. I know that this is a piece of crap and yep. I never need to watch it again. Yep. So that's good. I guess that's one good thing that came out of a return to Salem's Lot. And I finally got to see it. Yeah. Hooray. So um, that's it. I, Thank I, you for listening. And I, I used to have this on tape, but I couldn't find it. And now I don't honestly care. It's because you probably gave it away. Like, Michelle gave hers away. Oh, yeah. Like we both had copies of this <laughs> and we both gave them away. <laughs> Uh, to people you hate? Yes, to people that we <laughs> hate. <laughs> uh, Yeesh.
Yeah, man, there's a lot of sighing in this episode, too. So if you really like sighing, if you like me getting exasperated <sighs> and sighing, then uh, this is the episode for you. I've been practicing it all day. <sighs> Looking forward to doing podcasts tonight. <sighs> <laughs> anyway. Good times. Yes, please rate and review us, and maybe not rate and review this particular episode. Fucking think, these assholes complain too much. Think back to a good episode <laughs> that you liked, and rate and review that one. <laughs> and uh, follow us at Coast City Comics. And, and you can uh, go to CoastCityComics.com and buy a Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. You pub. totally can. And follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and all that stuff. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. And make sure you check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. Do that. And the Video Vagrants YouTube channel, where we do movie watch-alongs every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes. This do week is Rock things. and Roll Nightmare. Ooh, with John Micklethor. Yes, that's the one. Nice. Very exciting. Oh, boy, that movie. Um, better than this movie. Impressive. I've never seen. Well, it is better than this movie. I'll <laughs> give hard. you that. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Good night. Peace.